0003, which returned 272 meters at 1.9 grams platinum equivalent per ton. And that's at a half gram platinum cutoff. Welcome to Proven Improbable, where we deliver mining insights and bullion sales in the form of physical delivery, offshore depositories, and private blockchain distributed ledger technology. Welcome to Proven Improbable. I'm your host, Maurice Jackson. Today, we will highlight an exciting value proposition in the prolific Stillwater District of Montana, which is known for high-grade palladium, platinum, gold, nickel, copper, and cobalt. Joining us today is Michael Raleigh, the president and CEO of Group 10 Metals. Mr. Raleigh, welcome to the show, sir. Thanks, Maurice. Glad to be back. Glad to have you back on the program, sir. We have some very intriguing news to share with our audience members. But before we begin, sir, for someone new to the story, please introduce Group 10 Metals and the opportunity the company presents to the market. Uh, Group 10 Metals is a growth stage exploration company. We are pre-resource. However, um, as we'll touch on here in the call today, we are now modeling our first formal mineral resources at our most uh, advanced target areas. Uh, and that's based on the quality of the database that we have with the project, plus our drilling in 2019. Uh, we were actively acquiring high-quality district-scale projects uh, throughout the bear market cycle, and uh, that has led us now to have 100% interest in the three assets in North America that join some of the best deposits and mines of their type and share geology with them. And these are focused on palladium, platinum, nickel, copper, cobalt, and also gold. Our most recent acquisition is the Stillwater West project, and it quickly became our flagship as we were able to acquire half of one of the absolute best districts for palladium in the world. And we did this in 2017, just before Savanier uh, completed their purchase of the adjacent Stillwater mines for $2.2 billion U.S. dollars. So essentially at Stillwater, we're the first to consolidate the district and bring in a world-class team to systematically explore the lower and basal portion of the Stillwater complex for this plat reef style of deposit. So we're bringing a model in from South Africa here, um, and it's bulk mineable um, platinum group uh, metals with nickel and copper of a type that you find in the north limb of the Bushveld complex in South Africa. So the Platte Reef as a district has over 400 million ounces of platinum group metals, tens of billions of pounds of copper and nickel, and it hosts one of, one of the absolute best mines in the world, full stop, uh, Anglo-American's Mahalaquena mine, which is a 265 million ounce platinum group nickel copper mine, and it produces PGEs below about $300 an ounce right now, and as uh, a multi-decade mine life. It's a fantastic deposit and operation. Right beside that in the Platte Reef District, you've got Ivanhoe's um, Platte Reef Mine, which is 112 million ounces, and that's soon to be in production. And then on the north end of the Platte Reef, you've got uh, Platinum Group Metals Waterbird Project, which is the, the baby in the district uh, with 26 million ounces. PGEs. These are staggering numbers, and if they were gold deposits, um, I, I, maybe they would get more attention. I don't know. They're they're wonderful, wonderful um, deposits. So, based on the known parallels between the Stillwater and Bushveld systems, our targets at Stillwater are those flat reef style deposits, tens to hundreds of meters thick and kilometers in length, in the lower and basal portions of the layered Stillwater complex. We have a terrific database. And our work to date 
including our 2019 Joe program, has confirmed that that potential is real, and we'll get into that on the call here. We also have two other assets, High Grade Gold in Ontario and Platinum Group Nickel Copper in the Yukon. And uh, like Stillwater, we have 100% interest in all of these district scale projects. Uh, we bought them during the bear market cycle. We have low carrying costs um, on them, and we are looking to divest those non-core assets, being the Ontario and Yukon projects, um, when the right deals present themselves. You know, it's truly a unique value proposition that Group 10 Metals presents to the market. Let me ask you this here. Palladium and rhodium are at historical highs. How does this fit into the narrative for the shareholders of Group 10 Metals? Palladium is, is central to our story. Um, we are, of course, beside uh, the highest grade palladium mines in the world. Uh, the Stillwater mines um, run 17 grams per ton of combined PGEs, palladium rich, and 80 million ounces, 80 million ounces in size uh, and open, actually, at those values. So it's a fantastic district to be in for palladium. Uh, it's also one of our two biggest values in our part of the system in Stillwater, nickel being the other. Uh, rhodium is a valuable coal product and um, one that we are, uh, we're one of few in the world to have that. And um, we're just now got some assays out to look at that potential in more detail. Um, it's also worth noting that the U.S. has listed some of these metals as being strategic. And of course, we're in the U.S. Uh, at a time when the U.S. is looking to secure domestic supplies of these commodities. You know, speaking of nickel, we had an opportunity to interview Brent Cook last month, and he's really excited about nickel. Germane to the value proposition of Group 10 Metals is nickel, which may be the big elephant in the room that prospective shareholders may be overlooking. Michael, how does a $8, $9 nickel price impact the value proposition of the company's flagship Stillwater West project? Yeah, nickel is definitely of interest to the market, and perhaps more to the majors that we are in discussion with than with the retail audience to date. Um, but as, you, as you've seen from our results, we have excellent grades and lengths of nickel sulfide in our core, and uh, we're now planning to expand on that by stepping away from the past work and going after the potential we really see. In terms of uh, nickel prices, we've not put economics around our developing resources yet, but we know that we have nickel sulfide, which is, of course, the, the technical-grade, battery-grade nickel. And we've got long lengths of it. Um, uh, and we're blessed with some really good metallurgical testing that was done by AMAX in the Camp Target area in the 1970s, which shows the production of good quality uh, nickel sulfide concentrates using conventional flotation techniques, um, including the recovery of the platinum group elements. So we expect that uh, nickel will continue to share the lead with palladium as a big value driver at Stillwater and, uh, and that it will be recoverable as well. In 2019, Group 10 Metals conducted an exploration program focusing on five priority target areas to test their proof of concept and the results are coming in. Take us to the Iron Mountain target area and what can you share with us regarding platinum and nickel intercepts? Yeah, we did our first drill program on the ground uh, in 2019, we drilled at the Iron Mountain target area and also at camp, and we reworked past core from uh, further three target areas as well. At Iron Mountain, we drilled three holes, um, and this was an important proof of concept for us. We proved that the Platte Reef potential is real. Um, we hit long lengths of copper nickel sulfide, 
minimalization. The, the hit that we highlighted in the news release was hole 03, which returned 272 meters at 1.9 grams platinum equivalent per ton. And that's at a half gram platinum cutoff. So that that's a fantastic intercept. And it speaks to the sheer amount of metal and the size of this system at Stillwater. If you apply a one and a half gram platinum cutoff, perhaps in a more selective underground mining scenario, uh, that, that intercept becomes 141 meters at 2.6 grams platinum equivalent. So again, um, really good metal tenors. Within that, you've got 27 meters that's running uh, 1.2 grams 3E, uh, 0.77 grams of that palladium. So that's a nice long intercept of good palladium values plus copper and nickel. And that is the, the Platte Reef model that we're chasing here. Again, tens to hundreds of meters thick, kilometers in length, um, 0 0.3, 0 0.4 uh, nickel, 0 0.1 uh, something, 0 0.2 copper, and then a gram or two of, of PGEs on top of that. Um, very mineable uh, grades, and that's the target at Stillwater. And we confirmed that at Iron Mountain, and um, in addition to confirming the model, we expanded the mineralized zones very nicely. It's open at depth, and it's open along stride as well. And it informs the uh, the uh, block models that we are now developing internally and uh, will become our maiden resources at three of these target areas. Take us to the camp target area where Group 10 just announced continuous mineralization of palladium, platinum, gold, nickel, copper, and cobalt from service. Please provide us with the highlights coming from the camp target area. Similar to Iron Mountain, we confirmed the concept and, uh, and proved the plat reef potential and delivered some really nice intercepts. Um, again, the, the lengths are there, the quantity of mineralization, and then the grade within these um, within these intervals. Of, it's confirming the, the plat reef potential. Again, tens to hundreds of meters in thickness, kilometers in scale. Um, at camp zone, uh, the mineralization was perhaps chunkier. We're seeing uh, it, it bunched, which is kind of interesting. Layers, perhaps. Um, and uh, in particular, uh, three and a half meters running three and a half grams 3E with 1.5% nickel within a broader intercept that you mentioned, 399 meters um, running 1.1 grams platinum equivalent. So this is really, this is good stuff. And uh, like Iron Mountain, we greatly expanded the mineralized zone. We actually overturned some of the earlier thinking about the area and opened up that whole area to the south um, for mineralized potential and room to expand. In relation to proximity, how close are the Iron Mountain and Camp Target areas from one another? These are about a kilometer apart. Uh, Iron Mountain's about a kilometer east of Camp, and they're just two of a total of eight Platte Reef target areas that we have across the 25-kilometer-wide project. Michael, how do the results from both of these press releases compare among Group 10's peers? Yeah, our peers are breeding like rabbits these days, aren't they? We're, we're seeing a lot of interest in the, in the palladium space. Uh, a few of those have real potential, and, and some of them, fr frankly, look kind of opportunistic, at least on first blush. Um, in terms of comparing, uh, it's important to note that we have 100% uh, interests on all our projects, including Stillwater. And uh, a number of our peers are still completing expensive earnings on theirs. 
second point would be scale. Uh, the potential for scale and grade at Stillwater is fantastic. We've barely scratched the surface there. Um, the fact that we've been able to accomplish what we have to date working from past core and past drill pads is, is quite remarkable and speaks to the potential there. Um, as you know, we're working to table our main resources and um, we're working those up now in our block models. In 2020, we'll move away from the past work and test the conductive highs that we've identified. You've seen that in our news releases, and we can really go after this Platt Reef model at Stillwater. Moving on to future news flow, what can we expect to hear from Group 10 Metals in the coming weeks? Uh, continued 2019 exploration results, including drill results from Chrome Mountain, where we reassayed and relogged past core and advanced our block model and developing resources. Plus, we completed some geological sampling and mapping work um, at uh, Chrome Mountain. We did a soil survey across the western third of the property, and those results will be out the next couple weeks. Um, rhodium assays we now have in progress. Um, we are going to do a, a news release to summarize uh, past metallurgical results. And then, of course, announcing our plans for 2020 and uh, the great things we have in store for the project. Uh, we'll also make an announcement about our Kluwani and Ontario projects. And, of course, if we complete any deals, uh, we'll announce those uh, as they become available. Michael, in our last interview, we discussed a rock sample of rhodium grading almost 6 grams per ton. And the price of rhodium has doubled since October to 10550 Can we expect to hear more rhodium assays from Group 10? Yeah, those are in the lab now, and uh, we look forward to reporting them in the coming weeks. Sir, allow me to congratulate Group 10 Metals on your successes, and in particular on the company's proof of concept. How does the success from the proof of concept position the company for 2020? It should be a, a very exciting year. We have proven the flat reef potential based on, our, on, on the past work and the past drill pads as complemented by our drill work in 2019. Uh, and then in 2020, we can, we can move beyond that past work and, uh, and really go after this uh, and what we see is there. Uh, it's important to note that the, the past work, I mean, we have 28,000 meters of core in the database, 12,000 meters in the core shack, plus our 2019 work. But that work was done for different um, target commodities and different geologic targets over several decades. So it should be a very formative and significant year for us as we step away from that and, and really go after what we see is there. Um, the scale potential is fantastic. And of course, we have a supportive uh, platinum group, especially palladium and rhodium market uh, and nickel as well. Speaking of drilling, you need to have permitting. Sir, can you confirm that Group 10 has been approved for permitting on some 40 plus drill pads? Yeah, I see that's, uh, that's made it out there. Um, uh, yes, we, we are indeed in very good shape with permits uh, for 2020. In fact, it's a multi-year permit. Um, I believe the current permit is 45 pads, and we have some unused pads from past years. So we're now over 50, I think, drill pads. Um, good to go, and that will assist us in really going after the potential that we see in Stillwater. Switching gears, Mr. Raleigh, please provide us with an update on the capital structure of Group 10 Metals. We're about 100 million shares outstanding, and um, we have a number of warrants. In fact, all options and warrants are now in the money, which 
gives us access to up to even $8 million. Uh, about $2 million of that is expected here in the month of February, as the last of the warrants from three years ago are coming in. Those are coming in nicely now. And that, combined with the almost $2 million in the Treasury right there, gives us visibility to, to $4 million um, by, say, early March, plus additional um, as the later tranches of warrants come in. Um, so we look to be in very good shape in terms of uh, market structure and uh, capitalization. Uh, current market cap, about um, $28 million Canadian. In our last interview back in October, the share price was $0.14. Cents. Anyone listening to uh, that interview, if they would have taken action and purchased Group 10 Metals, they would have seen their share price increase more than double. What does that convey to the market and to Group 10 Metals in particular when you have your share price more than double and all of your warrants still have not been exercised? It's brilliant timing. Um, you know, we took the, the ticker PGE four years ago and we've suddenly got a PGE bull market and we happen to be in probably the best district in the Western Hemisphere for exactly those metals. Um, it's a perfect storm. And we did really good groundwork 2017, 2018. We drilled in 2019 and really set the stage, proved the concept. Uh, and now, as we just discussed, we're, we're well permitted and well funded for 2020 and beyond. So it's an exciting time. And we expect to add a lot more value. In closing, what keeps you up at night that we don't know about? I think it's it's interesting to comment on conditions in South Africa, and my neighbor, the CEO of Sabanye, uh, Neil Foneman, just recently gave an interview in which he commented on what's going on in South Africa and how hard it is to operate a mine um, for a variety of reasons, um, and his desire to expand further outside of South Africa. This is, of course, the guy who, who took Sabanye, a South African gold producer, and completed six or eight deals in six or eight years, including buying Stillwater to emerge as the world's biggest platinum producer. He makes clear that he's looking for further acquisitions in the Americas in particular, and um, he also is interested in technology metals, battery metals, which is music to our ears. And there's a greater movement there from South Africa as well, since we saw uh, Impala Platinum by North American Palladium, the only other primary PGE mine in North America just recently for $1 billion. So I think that trend of South African wealth diversifying out of South Africa um, is, is an exciting one and could be very significant for, for Group 10 in the coming years. Last question, sir. What did I forget to ask? Uh, well, we should, we should probably touch on the non-core assets, which, as we mentioned, the, um, the Yukon and Ontario projects are effectively up for sale at this point so that we can focus better on still water. Um, these are terrific assets, high-grade gold in Ontario. We adjoin Treasury Metals, who are now permitted to build a mill, and um, First Mining's Goldland project, which is an excellent high-grade gold project, 4 million ounces high-grade in the district. And I think there's very real potential to get value there, um, perhaps in a, in a gold-producing venture, um, that we're not getting any, any recognition for in the market right now. And our Kluwane assets, you know, we adjoin the uh, largest undeveloped PGE nickel copper project in the world. And um, I, I know that Nickel Creek Platinum is sort of going sideways at the moment, but I think we can expect more from that district of the potential there. And um, 
the interest in PGE should certainly drive uh, potential acquisitions of our spy and ultra project, for example. And I look forward to uh, updating on, on those as deals come forward. Sir, for someone listening that wants to get more information on Group 10 Metals, please share the website address. Be glad to. It's uh, group10metals.com, G-R-O-U-P-T-N-M-E-T-A-L-S.com. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're attending PDAC this year, the breakout sessions for nickel and PGM will be conducted on the 3rd of March, room 801B. Group 10 Metals will be conducting their corporate presentation between the times of 10.30 and 10.45 a.m. For direct inquiries, please contact Chris Ackerman at 604-357-4790, extension 1. That number again is 604-357-4790, extension 1. And he may also be reached at info at group10metals.com. And as a reminder, Group 10 Metals trades on the TSXV symbol PGE and on the OTCQB symbol PG. E-Z-F. As a reminder, Group 10 Metals is a sponsor of Proven Improbable, and we are proud shareholders for the virtues conveyed in today's interview. Before you make your next bullion purchase, make sure you call me. I'm a licensed representative for Miles Franklin Precious Metals Investments, where we provide a number of options to expand your precious metals portfolio, from physical delivery, offshore depositories, precious metal IRAs, and private blockchain distributed ledger technology. Call me directly at 855 505 1900. That number again is 855-505-1900, or you may email maurice at milesfranklin.com. Finally, please subscribe to provenandprobable.com, where we provide mining insights and bullion sales. Subscription is free. Michael Raleigh of Group 10 Metals, thank you for joining us today on Proven and Probable. Thank you, Maurice. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor. 